The gospel according to children. I love that. Thank you for kids and parents who participated. Uh, That was a really fun activity. My name's Joey, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. It's a joy and a privilege to be with you today. It really is an honor to share the birth account with you. This is uh, one of those holidays that really make, um, they really make what Jesus did come to life uh, in a very practical way. And it's so wonderful that we get to celebrate this together during this time of year. Uh, We're getting extremely close to Christmas. And I'll have to confess it has become one of my favorite holidays. Uh, Thankful to some new members of our household and some kids who are getting really excited about it. We take Christmas pretty seriously around our place. In fact, yesterday we had a contest between the boys and girls to see who could make the best gingerbread house, and I'm proud to announce that the boys win. Now, I can do that because the prize was bragging rights, so I'm well within our prize to let you know who won last night. We made a gingerbread house that was actually our doghouse, not in real life, but a tiny model of our doghouse. And uh, we already have one member of our household who has a Christmas countdown calendar for 2020, okay? Next Christmas shows you how excited we are about Christmas. And uh, we all know that Christmas is not about Christmas lights. The point of Christmas is not a Christmas tree. The point of Christmas is not gift giving. Instead, Christmas is that time of year where we celebrate the birth of our Lord. In fact, this was the event that split all of history, B.C. and A.D. This morning, as we continue to practice Advent, which is the coming into place of our Lord, we're going to light the four candles that we lit last week. And then we're going to share Jesus' birth account from Luke chapter 2. Then we're going to shift. We're going to talk about what it means to shift from living with fear before Christ to the peace that Christ brings with the A.D. life. And then we're going to conclude with three keys for unlocking peace as you share the light that you have received in Jesus with others. So during this holiday season... We have already lit four candles, and we'll pick back up this week with that. These four candles represented, first of all, hope, second, a peace, third, a joy, and fourth, love. I'll need that later. Today, we gather together and we light candles in honor of the fifth candle and the most important candle, that being Jesus Christ. The fifth candle being the one that represents Christ as the light of the world. And this fifth candle symbolizes the light of the world coming into our world. This morning we prayed in our uh, pre-production and prayer meeting. And one of the things that came to mind was how dark the world would be 
had it not been for Jesus. Can you imagine? I think in order to appreciate the light, we must look at the, the contrast of the darkness. Think about a world with no hope. No reason to gather. No reason to sing. A world where our only longing was that we lived a good life, blessed others, and would be buried forever one day. But instead, we have a hope of a life to come beyond the world. This is what Jesus brings. This is the beauty of the birth narrative of our Messiah. That life doesn't end here. That in fact, life is eternal for those who know Jesus and who have trusted in the free gift of His Son. Who believed in the resurrection of Jesus The fact that he sits at the right hand of God, ruling and reigning for all of eternity. That is the hope that you and I celebrate this Christmas season. Because of the birth of Christ, salvation has come to all. The God who ordered the universe has come into the chaos of our world. The Word which was with God at the beginning, as John says, came down here walked among us, lived with us. That is the beauty of the Christmas narrative. Isaiah 42 and 55, it was prophesied years in advance, through the Messiah, Israel will be a light to the nations. And on this day, we remember God has come to earth as the Christ child. So I'd like to spend the next few moments reading the birth account. If you have your Bible or smartphone, if you would like to open up to Luke chapter 2, we're going to read this passage together. Luke 2, starting in verse 1. In those days. I want you to remember that phrase, in those days. We'll come back to this in a moment. A decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. I want you to think about this for just a second. This is one that's easy to breeze through. But a decree went out from the top guy that all the world should be registered. Can you imagine the fear and anxiety that this put in the hearts of the people of this time? You, you, you're going, we're going to take an account of your life, of your income. We're going to figure out how we can make more money for the government, tax you. You're going to be registered. And this was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger. Because there was no room for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over the flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them. Now, press pause for a second on our narrative. And let's think about what is happening. 
a story that many of us have become familiar, so familiar that you may not realize the implications of what is going on here. Anyone else raised in the country, show of hands, anyone raised in the country, more rural area? If not, maybe you've been uh, to the country, you've been on vacation to a peaceful place. When you are outside at night, away from the noise of the city, it, is, it can be eerily quiet, can it? If you've ever been camping, maybe it's hard to fall asleep because of how quiet it is. I grew up in a little town called Locust Grove, Arkansas. Population was about 200. It was 10 miles outside of Batesville, Arkansas. And uh, you didn't see a lot of houses from our house. In fact, if you walked out the doors to your left, you'd see a field filled with cattle. If you look to the right, there was another field with cattle. And behind us was, you guessed it, a field with cattle. And so all around us was quiet, rural, rolling hills. And if you were to walk outside at night, it would be very, very quiet. Most would say peaceful. Maybe you'd hear the sound of a cow at night. Maybe it was eating grass and you could hear the the cow chewing the food. It was really quiet. These shepherds were not living in downtown Conway, Arkansas, okay? There were no ambulances. There were no sirens, no horns, right? There wasn't the, the glow of the city lights. No, no, no. These people were out in the middle of a rural area, minding their own business, In a quiet, still night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them. The glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with the same thing that you and I would be filled with. They were filled with fear. Can you imagine? You're sitting there minding your own business. It's quiet. You've done this a thousand times. And there is a burning image. The angel of the Lord is glowing. I don't know what it sounded like, but I can tell you fear would be stricken in your heart. You would be very scared. What on earth is going on here? You've never seen anything like this. You've never read about anybody who'd ever seen anything like this. And all of a sudden, here you are. What was once a quiet night. There's now a radiant heavenly being standing before you, and it's speaking. (laughs) The fear that would be in your heart would be so great. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, that you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude, as if it couldn't get any freakier, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth among those in whom he is pleased. This is all transpiring in a quiet, rural countryside, in the middle of a field, in the middle of a whole bunch of animals. And there's a heavenly choir glowing and singing, sent from God, angels of the Lord. And their heart, it's a, it's a wonder that we don't read, and they died from some unforeseen causes, and later we found out that it was heart failure, right? Like... <laughs> That would probably be what would happen. I would literally probably die. I don't even know that my body could process a scene unfolding like that. 
But I want you to spe- I want to pay special attention to Luke 2 verse 10 because there's a verse in here that we can overlook if we're not careful and it is amazing and it has wild implications for our life today. Luke 2:10 says fear not. Circle that, underline that. For behold, I bring next words very important. I bring you next good news of even better great Joy that will be for, not just for you, but for all the people. So he takes the people that were B.C., right? These were B.C. people. You know, B.C., before Christ. It's actually what it stands for. Before Christ, right? There's fear and anxiety in their hearts. There's no hope for, there's a, there's a hope for a future king to come, but there's no evidence of this king up until this point. Fear not, for I bring you, it's personal. This isn't just a a mass thing that's for everyone else, but I'm bringing you good news. There is life beyond this world. There is a personal Savior who longs to have a real relationship with you. It's the same good news that is true for us today of not just joy, but great joy. This is game-changing good news that brings great joy for all the people. I'm bringing it to you, simply put, but this is for everybody. And soon the world will know what you know. This is personal, but this is very corporate in its implications. So these are B.C., these are before Christ days, in A.D., some may, you may have heard or thought that's after death, but it's Anno Domini or Domini, the year of our Lord, essentially. So all of history was split at the birth of Christ. All of history, not just sacred history, secular history, all of history. A.D., Jesus was born, right? Before that was B.C. And this is what I'm afraid of, that many of us, are living A.D. in the year of our Lord, after Christ, with a B.C. mindset. I'm going to say that again. I think that many of us in this A.D. world are still living with a B.C. mindset. We're living lives that could be characterized by fear, anxiety, and worry. And I have really good news that I bring to you today with great joy. Because of Jesus, you, do no, long, you no longer have to live a life of worry, fear, and anxiety. The birth of Jesus changed all of history, and this includes our history. Don't live A.D. with a B.C. mindset. B.C.? was a fear-based life. They didn't know. They hoped. They heard some stories. They never seen anything. They were worried. Will he come? What will he look like? Will he come in my life? But what happened on the backside of the birth of Jesus is this beautiful word that we've already sang about that few of us have experienced, and it's true peace. It was peace that the birth of Jesus brought to all men and all women everywhere. We no longer have to live lives of fear 
and worry and anxiety. But our lives can actually be lives of peace. You and I can experience peace on this earth. Luke 2, 4. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, here it is, peace among those with whom He is pleased. If you are a child of God, if you have said yes to the invitation to follow Jesus, then you have an opportunity to live with complete and lasting peace right here, right now, regardless of what's going on in your family, regardless of what's going on at your job, regardless of what your Christmas season looks like, you have an opportunity to live with peace. A peace that passes all understanding. That is the good news that the angels brought with great joy that we can experience here in 2019, right here in Conway, Arkansas. That same peace is available because the, de- the AD life brings peace to the believer. So I'm going to share with you three keys for unlocking peace in your life. Three keys for unlocking peace in your life. And there's a progressive nature to these three keys. And the first is this, very simple. God came down to us when Christ was born. God came down to us when Christ was born. We don't have to worry about what God is like. We see Jesus. God came down to us. That is the first step to experiencing peace, is acknowledging that Believing that that is true and receiving that, God came down to us when Christ was born. The second is this. If you are in Christ, your sins have been forgiven. So simple. Such great news for us. If you are in Christ, your sins have been forgiven. Let's break this down. Everything that you've ever done wrong has been taken away in Christ Jesus, forgiven, made right, made whole, reconciled. The, the, uh, uh, the, the, the regret that you live with doesn't have to be so in Christ Jesus. The, the, the thing that you have drugged with you all of your adult life like a ball and chain, like this weight, doesn't have to be there because of Christ Jesus. The concern that you carry for the pain that you have caused is no longer necessary in Christ Jesus. And until you fully receive that into your life, you're going to continue to drag fear and worry and anxiety with you. But because of Christ Jesus, that is no longer necessary. That's why the birth of Jesus is good news. And thirdly, because of Christ's forgiveness, you possess, get this, the power to forgive others. Because of Christ's forgiveness in your life that you received in Jesus, you now possess the power to forgive others for how they have wronged you. Christmas uh, is a time where magnified emotions surface. And before we get into that fully, I want to share with you a personal story of how I experienced the peace of God this morning. I sit down, as I do many Sunday mornings, 
uh, with an open Bible and a cup of coffee, sitting in my favorite chair looking out the window, trying to just decompress, clear my head, get my mind right to come and share with you good news of great joy. And I was doing that this morning, and it was all quiet, and everyone was still uh, in the house. It was, uh, it was, very, it was very quiet, and, and I was sitting there, and I was trying to focus. Okay, God, just, I just want to clear my, clear my mind. I usually start with some deep breaths, and I'm just kind of creating this space, getting my heart and, and life centered on Jesus and His good news. Sometimes it's prayer, sometimes it's Bible study, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get it right. And, and, I, and I realize that this, this stuff keeps popping in my head. That ever happened to you? When you try to get quiet, your mind just runs. You know what I'm talking about? The, the things that you have to do. Uh, the people that you have to care for or the things, maybe it's just the things that you want or aspire or dream. All of these emotions, it just starts, it starts popping in your head and it's fairly hard to get still. And this was happening to me today, this morning. And as I was doing that, I, I began to get a bit of a vision. I was envisioning, and what it was is I was, I was down low and I had a, maybe it's Christmas because our house is fully Christmas. I was, in, I was envisioning a Santa sack on my back. And it was just full of stuff. Now, this is not a Santa sack, but it is red and black plaid. So it'll have to do for today. And in that sack was all of the stuff that I had carried. Even into this morning of prayer. All the things that were on my mind and running. And so I brought some things to kind of show you some of the things that are on my mind, because I uh, want to share those with you. This is wild things. Really what this in, uh, represents for me is me trying to be a good dad. I feel like I'm, uh, just confession here, I feel like a constant failure. Like I'm, like I'm not doing a good job parenting my kids, being a spiritual leader to my kids. Like they're going to grow up and they're going to say, yeah, my daddy was a pastor, but I'm not really into the Jesus stuff. That, that plagues me. It's a fear. To worry and it's anxiety. And so this book represents that. And in my dream, Jesus was sitting on a, on a really fancy chair. Maybe it was a throne. I don't know. It was nice and fluffy. And I was taking my Santa bag off and I, I began to take all of these things. And he was just inviting me to put them at his feet. Here, just unload those, son. And so the next one that popped into my head. This is just a representative that I grabbed this morning. This is a book on, uh, on seeing kingdom movement in your church and in your city. You know? It's this constant thing in me that I feel like if I don't get it right, then I, I'm never going to be a part of something special and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the end and go, I wasted my life for the kingdom and I didn't do it. And Jesus said, oh, here, I'll take that. Put it at my feet. So in my head, I just unload that, Jesus. And let's see what else. This is not actually the thing, but this is going to represent uh, the lease on this facility. It's something that I fe I'm fearful about, I worry about, I want to make provisions so that our gospel family can have a place to gather comfortably on the weekends, and it's always on the back of my mind, always. And Jesus said, hey, just throw that at my feet. I can take that. Let's see what else is in there. Oh, oh these here. it's going to get real personal here. These are, uh, I think they're football gloves. I use them for baseball. But what they represent is that you're just getting older and that your body can't do what it used to do. 
And I've realized in the past year that I've put a lot of stock into my uh, just ability to go and do, and, my, and that's running out as I'm almost tiptoeing toward 40 here. I'm just, I'm just, you get it, you know, you've been there. So he said, give that to me, that's okay, I can handle that. And then there's one more thing, and this is going to seem really trivial, but uh, I'm in a fantasy football championship with uh, Blake Carter today, so I was thinking about if my team was going to do good and how I could use that money to buy gifts. Uh, and so, again, I'm just being honest. Uh, and Jesus was inviting me, hey, put that at my feet. And then after I had unloaded my Santa sack and it was empty, Jesus got up from his chair and he motioned me and I had my eyes closed. And about this time I could feel the sun on my face this morning. And Jesus had motioned me, come here. I'd put it all down the sack was empty. He said, come here. And I walked up the stairs, and it wasn't in the daddy's lap thing. I'm not there. Some people, you just, it's getting it. He didn't want, he just gave me a hug. He said, come here, son. And he just embraced me. He just embraced me. And then he kind of pushed me away in my mind. He pushed me away at arm's length. And he looked me dead in the eyes, and I wrote it down because I wanted to tell it to you exactly as I heard it. He looked me dead in the eyes and this is what he said. I'll take care of those things. Just keep coming, checking back with me from time to time because I really want to be with you. And I want you to be with me. And I'm going to help you through all this stuff. Don't worry about that. Put that bag down. And after that, the peace of God flooded my soul. I experienced it personally. The peace that we're talking about, the peace that we sung, I experienced it personally because I, I had put down the things that I was carrying and I met Jesus on the other side. You see, the, the birth of Jesus is good news that the angels brought with great joy. And because of that, we don't have to experience that fear anymore. We can experience peace and in closing, I want to make this personal for you. I'm guessing that you have experienced magnified emotions of joy, pain, and sadness already this holiday season. Is that true? Anybody, let's just group activity. Show of hands if you've experienced a, a raised level of joy, sadness, or pain. Any of those things. Okay, yeah, hands all over the room. Of course we have. That's what Christmas does. It's like a magnifying glass to the things that are already in there because we're kind of slowing down towards the end of the year. We're all getting a little reflective and retrospective, right? And so it's, 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 it's magnifying those things. And I want you to know, if you felt that, if you're experiencing these more difficult emotions, I want to remind you of Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, translated, is God with us. I want you to know that our God is available to you. That He is present with you. That you can enter up with your Santa bag of full of all kinds of crazy. And you can begin to unload that. And He's got some big shoulders, our Savior. He can take it. 
In fact, He already paid the price for all of those things. And He will gladly receive you and those things and put them in their proper place to the side. He wants to embrace you this morning. God with us. God is with you today. And Christmas is the time when we celebrate God bringing good news of great joy for all people. What a beautiful Savior. So instead of feeling fear, let's get this feeling of peace that comes when we lay down our things and approach Jesus on His throne. And let's allow that peace As we're thinking clearly right now, we're seeing very clearly right now. Many of us are feeling the weight of that bag. Some of you have already put some of those things out. You process quickly. Others need to go back and unload those things after you leave this place when it's a little more quiet. But as we're thinking clearly, let's let the peace of God be magnified in us this holiday season. It's good news of great joy. Would you stand and pray with me? Wow, God. You are really good. And you really do love us. So much that you left your throne room in the form of your son Jesus and you lived and walked among us to show us your great love for us you endured this life you didn't have to you chose to and then you freely gave your life you lived a perfect life you didn't deserve to die but you freely gave your life to show us your love and then you beat death You were resurrected, Lord, and you set victorious over all of creation, and you are making all things new. And one day we will get to be with you forever. Until then, God, until then, would you help turn our fear to peace? Just like those shepherds in the field who were fearful, God, will you take that fear with your presence and will you in exchange hand us this beautiful gift of peace so that we may experience you fully just like you showed me this morning in that chair. We thank you, Jesus. You make true on your promises. And you have promised that peace to all who seek. And we claim that today. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. When you came into the building this morning, you received your own candle. And as we said earlier, this fifth candle represents Jesus as the light of the world. And as we light our candles today, I want you to imagine two things. 
as your candle gets lit, I want you to imagine receiving the light of Christ into your life to experience peace. And then as you light the candles of others, I want you to imagine spreading that light that you have received into the light and lives of others. And as the music plays, I want to encourage you to breathe that in. To breathe in the light and peace of Jesus. To rest in that light. To enjoy that light. There's something peaceful about a fire. I think God designed it that way. We can know that light. 